0: Hey guys, welcome back to Pika episode. Fuck. Is it episode <laughs> 2 or 0?
1: There's many episodes. Oh, it's,
0: it's episode 1. There you go. Okay, 3, 2, 1, man. Hey everyone, welcome back to Pika episode 1. My name's Jake. I'm Jordy. And today I think we're going to delve a little bit into the city life that our dwarves experienced.
1: Okay, where did we leave off? We were in the farms heading towards the city. Yeah, we, yeah.
0: We had the kid. We had the kid. And I think. The kid was our first introduction to the city.
1: Yeah, I mean, he pretty much told us where to go, what to do, where we could sleep, what we could not sleep, I, who I th- to not kill.
0: He also explained to us the whole idea of the enforcers.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, do you
0: kind of want to explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so the way that Tear Steer works is that it's um, run by this group called the enforcers, whose leader is Harrio And um, whereas some of the other cities have, like, guards and, like, an army and things like that the enforcers are more kind of like a gang guard hybrid where they're a little sketchy but um like they require people to pay
0: them money if they're starting a business or mm-hmm. things like that
1: so like protection money. yeah protection money like kind like- of
0: protection from the enforcers but also other people yeah like if you were to have a shop there and it were to be robbed by uh people the enforcers would definitely go either you know Detain them or beat them or whatever was necessary. It gets your money back, is yeah. what we're
1: trying to say. And so, which is kind of helpful. So, they're kind of a good thing in some ways. Right.
0: But they're also kind of not in others.
1: Yeah. So, we had a few run-ins pretty early on with the Enforcers where we just kind of like had arguments with them because we wanted to do something or go someplace and they didn't agree with our uh, intentions. Yeah. And they also were really suspicious of us because we had all these weapons on us and... We were dwarves. They'd probably right very, seen had, very few dwarves. Yeah,
0: so I think the first thing we did when we got there is we went to like the job board. Yeah. Right. We just went straight to the job board and we were like, "All right, let's uh, look around for, you know, a, a mission or a quest or something." So we went to the job board, and I think the first thing we did was we took a really weird job that was definitely undwarfly.
1: Uh, was that the one... God, I'm trying to remember if it was the job board or if we went to a bar and found the guy there. Because I know we got met the guy in a bar.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did that there. We met the guy in a bar and we went over to him. Yeah. And he kind of gave us this job that was really, like, uncharacteristic of what our characters became. Yeah. We didn't really understand what we were doing then. Yeah, it was kind of like
1: a the first real, like job we got and we didn't really know what a
0: job was right so i think we we took the job and it was ending up just coercing a guy to uh who had like defaulted on his payments for a loan and you know the line whether he of whether he did default or didn't default was kind of blurred for us the
1: entire time we were just kind of like um, we weren't really the people to pick for this job because we were like adventurers and fighters and they you you really need like a criminal or like a sneaky guy to, to do this job for you. Yeah, so, we were kind of like naive too. And Yeah, so let's just, I guess, just tell the story. So the guy lived, um, the merchant guy, he lived in this very rich part of town called the Merchant, like near the Merchants Guild. Mm-hmm. And he, they had their own special guard. It wasn't the enforcers, it was just their own like guarded, gated community area. And so we just kind of like walked in the front door and like walked up to his house and there was a locked gate like in this garden. And we're like, well, uh, we can't break any locks because we have like no skills in that uh, field of... Like lock picking, right. Know. So I just used my 13th strength and ripped the door straight up off its hinges. And... Uh, I
0: think you just, you just plowed it over and then picked up the door. Yeah.
1: And
0: then... Just flung it through the window of the guy's house.
1: Yeah, so I just took the door and I flung it through the window, because um, <laughs> again, there was another door and I didn't really want to go through the door or through the window, so I took, used the door from the gate as a battering ram so that I could get in the window.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of like a little doorbell,
1: you know? Yeah, just kind of like, I mean, it makes a sound, everybody knows that you're there and stuff, so...
0: So then we just we just went through the window. Well, as
1: soon as we threw the, the door through the window, we heard, like, children screaming. screaming and, and a wife screaming. And, and, a wife screaming and, and a wife screaming. And a lot of yelling from yeah, down the
0: street. We immediately felt that we, we were like, oh, this is a little more than we thought it was going to be. There were, we, like, kids and a, a mom. Yeah, it was a... A sketchy time. So we we just go through the door because we're like, or the window because we're like, doors right. don't really run away. So we were like, well, Lordy we're here. deep. Let's just get this over with. So we go in and there's a guy there, the the banker or the uh, guy, who guy who yeah. got the loan. I'm not quite sure what his profession was.
1: Yeah, I think he was dealing with the legal stuff.
0: Yeah, he. They were all sketchy characters that we were dealing with. So we go in and we just, I grab the guy. And hold him.
1: Yeah. And then... I asked him where his money was, and he didn't say, so I punched him, I think, a few Yeah, times. You,
0: I just held him. You punched. Um, and his family was <laughs> just, His wife and kids screaming as I'm holding him, and he's just laying into this poor guy. Thinking back, it's actually kind of... We're kind of like terrible people. Yeah, that was uh pretty horrible. Pretty unheroic. <laughs> pretty terrible. That was pretty criminal. What a, um, what a way to start
1: off a campaign. Yeah,
0: just throwing a, a door through a guy's window and then just... Beating the living crap out of him. Yeah. Repeatedly.
1: And anyway, as we were beating him up, and he finally showed us uh, where his safe was, I think we were required to get like a certain number of gold pieces, like a couple sterling or whatever, which is a thousand gold pieces. It's a hundred. Oh, a hundred. Yeah. So we were supposed to get like ten of those, so that would have been like a thousand. But then we went around, and he's like, oh, yeah, here's like five sterling. Here you go. Which is like half, and for some reason I rolled IQ but didn't make it, so I didn't remember exactly like how much money we were supposed to get. And, and he was obviously kind of playing us too. Yeah, he had was rolling all kinds of persuasion and like fast talk, fast talk, and all kinds of stuff. And as soon as we were trying to leave, suddenly you just decided that it was a good time for you to just go into complete dazed mode.
0: Yeah, I just. I got completely dazed by the guy. I'm the the brains of the operation. Yeah. And daze is a spell that just kind of makes you stand there like um, just basically drooling on yourself. You just act like everything's normal, but you don't actually, like you can't perceive anything for about a minute.
1: Yeah. It's a spell people would use if they're trying to walk past a guard because you just cast it on the guard
0: and the guard would just stare at you and yeah. you walk right past them. So, I just got completely dazed, so I was just basically out for a minute.
1: So, like, I'm sitting there with a bag full of gold, and, you know, the broken window, and I hear whistles and people running down the street, and I'm like, okay, let's go, Djorb, and then you're just completely God, still just silent. Like
0: standing there, just completely out of it. So, how did I get you out of that? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure you punched me. I was thinking that. Yeah. Like a punch, a slap combo.
1: Yeah. wake me up. Just a couple hits.
0: Yeah. And then I and then I like snapped too, and I'm like, "Well, what's going on here?"
1: Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, look at look around for once, please." Oh yeah, you got
0: the money. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I've got the money. (laughs) And of course, we had like far less money than we actually were supposed to have, and we didn't care. We were like, "Let's get out of here right now."
0: (laughs) So (laughs) So we just book it out
1: of there. Yeah, we just started running, but dwarves aren't very fast, so we realized that if we yeah, so if we ran, people would think we were suspicious so we just power walked (laughs) with a sack full of with a sack full of money and like kind of blood on our fists a little bit you know from punching (laughs) and all kinds of stuff
0: and there's a door that has been ripped off it's yeah it's just a shit show and i
1: remember looking behind me and seeing the uh the town guard coming down and like walking down the street and then looking to the left and seeing the just mayhem that we had created and then looking down at us and making eye contact with them and they just
0: were like okay we found our target let's just keep on going so we just basically booked it out of there and we didn't really lose them i know we, we actually talked to them remember they encountered us
1: yes what did we say we said we were, we were like,
0: like oh we're doors you know we're just going to the mining district or whatever oh no we were
1: like we made a deal Oh,
0: yeah, it's like, oh, we had a deal, and whatever, and some... We gave them, like, mithril, and
1: then they gave us gold, and it was, like, a good deal. Like, I don't understand what the problem is, you know? like
0: Yeah, and the, the town militia just eventually said, all right, sure. But they had us followed. Of course they had us followed. So they're following us, and we pick up on the fact we're being followed. I don't, but he does. Yeah, and so I have us dip off the side of the road... <laughs> And then the guy who's uh, following us goes down the alley that we dipped off of, and I grab him, same kind of method, you start punching on him. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you, you knocked him out. Yeah, I knocked him out. You knocked him out, and then we were sitting there debating whether or not we should kill the guy. Yeah. Well, you were about to use your knife, out. I thought you were ready to just slit him. I, I was just ready to you know stomp this guy into nothingness, but you were like, no, 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 let's not kill him. No, no. This guy, I mean, this guy did, like, nothing to us, so, like, why kill him? Right. That was kind of the first time we'd ever, like, gotten into combat. Now our characters would kill that guy in no sweat. Yeah, we'd just kill him. We'd be like, okay, you're dead now. You followed us, you die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, in those, like, in that time, I felt like we, we kind of weren't supposed to be there in the first place. Right, so
0: we were, like, kind of partially responsible for his death.
1: Yeah, so, anyway, we decided that we weren't going to kill him. Um, And, God, what else? Oh, yeah, so then we just went back to the bar. And, of course, (laughs) we went back to the bar, and the guy was still there, the guy that had got us the job. And he was like, okay, so the job's done. You have a sack of money. And we gave him the money. And he's like, are you an idiot? This is five sterling. (laughs) We had, like, half the required money. Well, not even that. I mean, like, the guy showed us the safe, and the safe was, like, a tiny little, like, box. And the guy's, like, a wealthy merchant. Like, the guy probably owns, like, 20 times that money. And we robbed him for, like, taxable income. (laughs) So, nonetheless, the guy who gave us the job was just, like, I'm taking this money and all of it. You don't get any cut because you didn't do anything. You're just useless. Oh my and gosh. so that was the end of that um, mission, which was pretty much a failure completely.
0: That was an an entire failure, 100, percent like no questions asked failure.
1: And I mean, we learned a lot from that.
0: Yeah, we learned we we learned a failure. failure.
1: Magic's bad. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure every encounter we've had with a mage since then has just been j- just always a shit show, really.
1: Yeah, um, but like. I mean, there's so many things that we learned from that. I mean, also, don't break into someone's house for no reason. I'm pretty
0: sure we got no EP for that. No. No experience whatsoever.
1: I mean, we really just did nothing. We just, like, showed up, broke a bunch of stuff.
0: Beat a man half to death. We were, like, Beat right. two men half to death. Yes, beat two men half to death. Um, yes, yeah, so that was just... That was a, a formative campaign, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: Which, you get a lot of those. I mean, it's like... I'd never played GURPS before, so they're like,
0: well, what do we want to do? And we just picked a mission, the first one that we saw. So, we came back, we just kind of regrouped ourselves, like, ah, well, that was pretty shitty, what are we going to do now? So, we went. this is when we went to the call board. Yeah, this is when we went back to the job board and
1: we're like, well, let's do an actual job, like an adventure. Let's do something that, like, people will actually like us for doing. (laughs) Right, do something that's Like kill a monster, or like... I don't know. Save someone, or escort someone, or do something.
0: Right. So we did, and we picked a mission that was. It was again. I don't know why we did a dark mission again, but it just had an address on it. It like didn't have a description of what we had to do actually. So we went and we um. We went to this like. Merchant's house, but it was like a. It was obviously like a dark art shop, right? It was like potionsy. It was more, it was like a shop,
1: a shop like for, yeah, like a magic shop. Yeah. They had all kinds of magic stuff there. It was
0: just obviously very sketchy.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't like super, I mean, it was like, obviously you could go there and buy stuff and you'd be okay. Yeah, you'd be all good. But, um... Jump cut to this. Okay. So, pretty much, the magic user... uh, Had requested that we do a certain job for him. Right. And he... When we first showed up, he was like, okay, so I just need you to go to this place. And there's a cave. And you go into the cave. And here's a map. And he was very vague about it. Um, Right,
0: right. And we had to... You know, it was just, we had to go in there and kill something, right? And he kind of described it as like a spider-woman duo. He was like, oh, it's like kind of spider and it's kind of woman. Like a centaur with a butt of a spider and the upper body of a woman. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, we had no idea what it was. What are
0: we even getting ourselves into?
1: Yeah. So, we gear up. We I didn't even gear up. We literally just left, I think. Yeah,
0: we. I think we got whiskey. That was it. Yeah, we had to get whiskey. Because it was like a, a couple days hike. Yeah, like? it was a couple days hike because that's where our eventual to be mine was. So it's okay. only a couple days. Yeah, yeah it's a couple days.
1: So we started hiking up with our whiskey. And we left the kid. In the yeah, we left center. the kid. We didn't need him anymore. Yeah. I think we met up with him again sometime.
0: Yeah, we have. I think we've met up with him a couple times throughout the campaign. Yeah,
1: but... For this part of the campaign, the kid has gone off to do something with his extreme wealth that he has acquired <laughs> from us.
0: <laughs> one gold piece. He probably has several at this point. Oh yeah, we gave him a
1: goal every day. God, I was,
0: oh, it was a one gold piece a day for yeah, a kid, for a little kid. Oh my
1: God! Can you imagine what you could buy with one gold piece if you were a child? Oh my God! Kinds of stupid stuff. So yeah, we started heading out for the mine. We traveled, traversed some wilderness. You have wilderness survival, which is Mm -hmm. very important if you're ever making a group's character. You should always get some kind of survival. Mm -hmm. Um, like you like make camp and find water and
0: stuff. Right, all that good stuff. But, anyways, we're traveling with him, and eventually we get to this like part where we have to. There's a lake on one side, a small little crossing, like a a, like a small probably. How would you say like? four foot long pathway mm-hmm. and then like a f- yeah. vertical wall and that is like the biggest fear of a dwarf. Dwarves hate water. Is being having to like squish yourself next to a super dangerous like Water feature. Water
1: feature. <laughs> I mean we just hate water in general. and We can't swim. Yeah, and obviously like you can't <laughs> swim like, Even if you could swim you couldn't 30 swim. 30 pounds of gear on in us. That much gear. Right. So, and also, the water looked very sketchy and dangerous. Like, there's all kinds of nasty creatures that come out of the water at night. They eat you. And, and try to eat stuff. you. So, anyway, we just beeline for the cave as fast but safely as we could. And it, It's
0: funny, because it's only, like, a four-foot-wide, like, yeah. path, and we're just freaking out about it. We're I like- mean, we can't
1: even probably, if we are looking straight down, we probably couldn't even see the edge. If we were, like, on the wall, but we were like,
0: oh, it's over there,
1: I see it, ah, I'm scared. <laughs>
0: I'm never going near water again. Of course we did, though. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, so we get into the mine. Yeah. And that was probably one of the most stressful experiences we've had in GURPS.
1: Oh, the mine was terrible. Because
0: it was... I think the first thing we did was we fought a bear.
1: Was there a bear? There
0: was a bear. Do you remember that? It was like a grizzly within the first entryway of the thing. That was That was later, though. Wasn't that with the black hand with the cave bear? No, cuz we had to we went back and slept on a bear, you remember that? Oh yeah. We, we went did. in the fr- oh, I think it was a Kodiak or something crazy like that. That was just sleeping in there.
1: Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah.
0: Cuz I know cuz I shot him with a crossbow and you axed him to death.
1: Yeah, I thought for some reason that Blackham was with us, but I guess
0: it could be, but hmm. regardless in the entryway of that place, we fought a bear once. Yeah, one time. It was a bear. <laughs> That was actually near death for us. Oh, it was like nine
1: feet tall. I don't even know how it stood up.
0: Yeah, but so we got past the bear then, or later, and then we went into the mine, and that's where there's oh god, it was so scary. Well, yeah,
1: there's like no light, so we would make a little like fire,
0: like a torch. We We kind of we kind of burned
1: something. Yeah, on on, because eventually we started seeing spider webs, obviously, And (laughs) and so we started burning little like burning features into the spider webs and cobwebs that we'd find so we can find a way back so we can find a way back
0: and it we kind of just use that to our advantage the entire time we were in there Mm -hmm. but the worst part is because you know it's covering cobwebs and it's just a mass tunnel system right so we're just hunting a spider in here we don't know how big it is oh yeah and then she started talking to us she started talking to us and she was trying to manipulate us um, did she, like, say, like, go left or something? She's like, go left, you want the gold, yes, yes, you want the gold, you come for my mithril.
1: Yeah, and she said mithril, too, we're like, mithril? Because one thing about dwarves is they love mithril. Right, we're kind of greedy. Kind of greedy for gold and mithril, those are the two things. Yeah. And mithril is one of the most expensive things, probably, in... GURPS. In GURPS in total. And you could use it to craft all kinds of armor and stuff. It's like, Mithril's it's like Tolkien mithril. Yeah, like mm. mithril from, yeah... Yeah, with the kind of Frodo war.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we go in there, and she's just she's giving us all these misleading directions.
1: Yeah, and eventually we we do find her. I'm trying to remember if we like went right when she said go left, and then we just appeared, and she was there.
0: Yeah, I think we just we started just following. We took random paths. I knew it took us. I think almost the entirety of a play session just to track her down inside of these. Because it was hard
1: because you could hear kind of where she was going, but, like, sometimes the, you'd think the tunnels would connect to other ones, so you might actually hear her behind you, but she was actually in front of you, and, like,
0: it was yeah. weird. So, anyways, we track her down mm-hmm. to this little, like, opening. Yeah, it was like a little cavern with right. some water. Yeah. And then we encounter her. But I think we should save the fight for the next video. Yeah. Right. The fight. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Yeah. And tune in next time. Next done.